Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very special episode of the Space Boys Podcast, episode 30. Now, recently, disaster struck for all of us here at the Space Boys Podcast, because while we were deep into recording this episode, we experienced a once-in-a-lifetime catastrophic crash. Now, our recording and our backup recording were both destroyed, deleted, gone. I suspect the devourer was here seeking to crush our spirits. However, this story refuses to be lost to the ether. So all of our players, right after this happened, quickly took down everything they did during the lost recording and compiled it into an exact replica of what went down during the final rounds of the battle. Now, instead of making a recap episode or uh, recreating the episode as if nothing happened, we decided to make this sort of an epic soundscape retelling of the end of the Battle of the Buzzblades. And what exactly does that mean? Well, you know what? Let's just start. I'm, I'm excited. Also note, and uh, we can totally forget this after this episode has happened, but uh, we all make mistakes and the flash freeze ability that Yez has does not work, um, you know, at all like it should have worked. Uh, so in the game, flash freeze is an ability that lets you reduce a target's movement speed by 10 if you hit them with a cold weapon. And that is not what I have been doing. So, to make up for the stagger condition for such an incredible amount of time for four whole rounds uh, on Gorbash, which is a huge deal, I elected to give one spell slot to Dr. Squish because Gabe and I had a very silly bet and he bet me one spell slot and uh, then he won, but only through trickery and deception. I want that on the record. So, yeah, that's how I made up for it. And again, I cannot stress enough, we can totally forget that I made this mistake moving forward. Awesome? Awesome. Thanks. We open back in the server room. Cool air flows in and mixes the smell of blood and sweat together as the battle rages onward. This is a war of attrition that the sloopers are slowly losing. Based on how many times the buzzblades hit versus them, they may not survive this. When the odds are against you, a single smart move can change the tides of battle. We jump back in at the end of round four. Nom824 reaches for the Null Space Chamber to grab a Flash Grenade 2 out of it, but it would take a full action to pull it out, far too much time. So instead, he calls out to Gorbash. Hey Gorbash, I've got an idea. Nom floats just over Gorbash's head and grabs a Flash Grenade 1 off of his bandolier. He hurls the grenade in between Yez and the new kid. Huh? Cover! Huh? Ah! The new kid fails his save by 2 but Yez reacts in time. 
Nam rolls the maximum duration for the blinding effect. Four rounds of blindness for the new kid. The Solarian android Lomer takes their turn full attacking Tarkus with their Venta Black Solarian Club. The first attack misses, but the second attack finds purchase. Ah! Tarkus shrugs off the heavy hit. Oh, goddamn psycho! The operative Lashunta Virle drops her syringe weapon. She targets Tarkus with a trick attack, then reveals her operative specialization, Daredevil. This allows her to use a 30-foot climb speed to scurry up the server tower above Tarkus's head and down to the other side on the east of Tarkus, hindering his plans of running from Lomer and her. <laughs> One of her operative exploits prevents attacks of opportunity from the target of her trick attack, keeping her safe from Tarkus's blade. And when she hits the ground, she lunges at Tarkus with her switchblade failing the roll to trick attack by rolling an incredible two, but getting a natural 20 on the hit. Tarkus takes a medium amount of damage, but he would have taken 68 more if the trick attack roll succeeded. What a lucky mama's boy. Round five, Tarkus targets Lomer with a trick attack. He takes a five foot step to the west, so he's just south of Lomer and out of the range of Virle's switchblade. He fires his laser pistol and does great damage, but Lomer seems completely uninterested. Pain is a blessing. Oh god. Yaze takes a five foot step south, still in Gorbash's reach, and attacks the shadow creature to her northeast. <laughs> Yaze passes her perception check and realizes that the creature is immune to cold damage, the only kind of damage she deals with the chain. <laughs> The dwarf known as the New Kid, now completely blind, takes a step towards Gorbash, provoking an attack of opportunity. Ha <laughs> ha, you fool! <laughs> a critical hit! The New Kid attempts his own attack on Gorbash, but because he's completely blind, he has a 50% mischance and, you guessed it, whiffs horribly. <laughs> Fimbria notices that Gorbash is on his last legs and pulls out a Mark II Serum of Healing. Gorbash, take this! Thanks, Fimbria. Dr. Squish uses a swift action to throw up on the ground in the east side of the room. <laughs> then, he uses the rest of his turn to start casting another Summon Monster II spell. Gorbash releases a grip on Jenny to pull out a smoke grenade too and hold it up in the air. Nom, take this. He holds it out to Nom, then takes a single attack against the new kid. But he misjudges the height of the dwarf, go figure, and misses with a horrible roll. <laughs> ah, fuck. I missed. Don't worry. Nom floats above Gorbash's head and takes the tier two smoke grenade. Yep. The plume of smoke covers everything to the south of Gorbash, including Yez, a shadow creature, the new kid, and Philip. In a smoke cloud, you have to succeed fortitude saves, or you spend your entire round coughing with some extra non-lethal damage attached if you fail multiple times in a row. But since the sloopers are still affected by Fimbria's life bubble spell, they are completely safe from the harmful effects. Lomer holds out an empty hand at Tarkus and squeezes it shut into a fist. 
Stop right there. Tarkus suddenly feels a massive surge of gravity. <sighs> oh no you don't. <sighs> he resists the crush ability that would have left him staggered. This would have left him unable to trick attack for the duration. Lomer moves far to the east, just to the south of the entrance of the room, with a good view of the sloopers. But Tarkus takes his attack of opportunity and gets a natural 20. You forgetting this uh, knife? Yeah! Though totally awesome, the damage is tiny since he can't add trick attack damage to it. Virlay steps to the west and trick attacks Tarkus with their switchblade for pretty good damage. Both Virlay and Tarkus look like they're starting to hurt. <laughs> My turn. Round six. Tarkus notices that Virlay is badly injured. Go to sleep, Octhak. He trick attacks Virlay with his merciful survival knife and hits. <laughs> Virlay falls unconscious, the first enemy down. Yaze keeps herself from coughing in the smoke and takes a full attack on Gorbash. But because of the 50% mischance from not being able to see through the smoke, her first hit misses. The second attack goes through and hits Gorbash in the ribs hard. Gorbash is brought to zero HP and starts to fall. But his leg flies back behind him, catching his fall, and his eyes glaze over with pure rage. Gorbash has a racial trait called Ferocity that allows him to stay awake and able to fight for one round after he reaches zero HP. This can only be used once per day, and he is still considered dying and will fall unconscious in one round unless he's healed. Additionally, if he takes any damage at all, he immediately falls unconscious. The new kid resists the urge to cough and decides to blindly attack Gorbash twice. Die! Because of his blindness, he misses both attacks. <laughs> Fimbria uses a full round action and a first level spell slot to fire three magic missiles that automatically hit Lomer for okay damage. Magic missile, magic missile, magic, magic missile, magic missile, magic missile. Dr. Squish finishes summoning another shadow creature, this time behind Yaze to the south. <sighs> Dr. Squish uses his last third level spell slot to fire another arcing surge. He uses his selective targeting magic hack to make it go around Gorbash and hit Yaze. All right, here we go. Watch out, Gorbash. Boom! <sighs> Yaze isn't down yet. Someone, please. Gorbash is slowly losing consciousness as he flings out two strikes against the new kid and <laughs> unbelievably misses both hits. Nam pulls out a Mark II serum of healing and administers it to Gorbash. Hurry, Gorbash. Take this. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Thanks! After positioning themselves last round, Lomer uses a zenith revelation called Black Hole. All the sloopers are affected except for Nam. Tarkus and Gorbash resist, but Fimbria and Dr. Squish get pulled by the gravitational forces right up to Lomer. Oh, oh boy. Oh, my Desna! Round seven. From 15 feet away, Tarkus uses his foot to wiggle Virle's arms just enough to distract Lomer for a trick attack. Hey, over here! 
pay attention to me. He hits with his laser pistol and deals massive damage. Dark Lady. Lomer dies. Buzzblades, don't let them interfere. Yaze walks southward into the smoke. Both shadow creatures get an attack of opportunity, and one even hits with a natural 20. <sighs> no, not now, she says as she limps into the smoke and disappears. <laughs> Yaze appears from the smoke south of Tarkis. She uses her standard action, instead of the normal full action, to use the charge action. She moves up to two times her speed in a straight line and makes a melee attack at the end. Die! Yez hits Tarkus with her chain. <laughs> Tarkus is looking bad. The new kid succeeds at his fortitude save to not cough in the smoke and attacks Gorbash twice. But since he's still blind, he misses both attacks. <laughs> Fimbria runs over behind Tarkus and uses her last third level spell slot to cast Mind Thrust on Yez. Mind Thrust, Mind Thrust, Mind Thrust! Yay succeeds her fortitude save to have the damage, but for the very first time, she looks hurt. <sighs> Dr. Squish pulls out a healing serum that definitely doesn't have any alcohol mixed into it. Oh man, oh my god, I'm getting too old for this. Gorbash walks 10 feet towards Yay's and attacks. Get back here, Yay's. But misses her. Take this. Get her. Alive, if you can. Nam uses get him on Yez and then clever attacks. She becomes flat-footed for everyone, but the shot goes wide. Damn it. Round eight. Tarkus looks hurt and wants to run, but even if he full withdraws, since Yez's reach is 10 feet, he would still incur an attack of opportunity. I got this. Help Philip. Tarkus uses his Shadow Cloak ability to confuse Yez just enough to trick attack her, but... He doesn't attack with his merciful survival knife. Every advantage, right? He attacks with his laser pistol. He just barely hits Yeza's flat-footed AC and deals massive damage. Buzzblades, protect him, I Yeze falls to the ground dead. It's Philip. Guys, get to Philip. The new kid fails his fortitude save in the smoke cloud and spends his entire round coughing. If he coughs for two rounds in a row, he will take 1d6 non-lethal damage. <coughs> Fimbria runs down south towards Philip. She ends up getting about 10 feet from him. Got it. Since Gorbash is out of the way, Dr. Squish pulls out a hand axe runs at the new kid, and takes his very first melee attack. But he whiffs against the guy who's blind and coughing. Here we go. Oh, shit. Gorbash swings with his devastation blade and finally hits the new kid with a devastating blow. Pun intended. <laughs> Time to die. <laughs> the new kid is covered in his own blood. Come on, Philip. Please, are you still alive in there? He says into the thick cloud of smoke. He flies forward and finds Philip nearly unconscious. Round nine. I'll restrain Virlay. Tarkus drops his weapons, pulls out binders, and starts restraining Virlay's arms and legs. 
The new kid finally regains eyesight, but he fails his save to cough again and takes four points of non-lethal damage. <laughs> he gasps for air and the damage is enough to knock him out. The sloopers have won. Fimbria and Nam start working on the chains wrapped around Philip's limbs, but then, oh, bloody tears start pouring down Philip's face. I see you, dark lady, he says, looking towards nothing. Then his face curls into a cruel smile. Your embrace awaits. His eyes close and he gasps for air as tiny little divots begin to appear all over his body. No! He arches his back and it bends and bends until it cracks. His limbs curl up against his body until they snap and break. His wrists telescoping in on themselves as if some immense force is pushing on his body from all sides. Once his flesh and bone are compressed into the smallest possible space, he starts getting smaller and smaller until his body completely disappears. The room suddenly becomes negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 45 degrees Celsius, covering the room in a thin layer of frost. Where his body once hung is only a whispering moat of shadow that disappears with a sigh. And that is all we got for this episode. See you all next time. <laughs> <laughs>